Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 37, recorded on May 17th, 2021. Today we'll be discussing the announcement of Game Builder Garage, which seems to be a smaller version of the Nintendo Labo Garage. We'll also be discussing the weirdest of Nintendo's game lineup for this year. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Nathan. Hello. And we're back after like three weeks of not uploading an episode, unfortunately. <laughs> yep. Yeah, as many of talk people about. know... Yeah, there's not anything to talk about this for the next few months until uh, E3 of next year, or E3 next month. Yeah. So yeah, Nintendo, I believe about two weeks ago, just randomly put out a trailer for uh, Game Builder Garage, which I guess seems to be an expanded version of like the coding, uh, puzzle piece coding game they had inside of Nintendo Labo, I believe with both the robot and the VR. I'm not sure if it has it in VR. Oh, they do have it in VR, but I never played around with it. I think you can make first-person games on that one. I feel like I would get sick by making my own creations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't really done much research into the Game Builder Garage, so... They didn't really show much. They just, like, you know, they just kind of showcased the base gameplay, and it looked exactly like Labo without the Labo accessories. I guess it's kind of a way for them to allow, yeah, I guess, kids or whatever to build their own things and in a, I guess, a more colorful way. Colorful way. Because I know that <laughs> in the Nintendo Labo one was kind of just black and white, and you just needed to know what you were doing to actually make stuff. And you didn't need to spend $100 for cardboard and plastic. <laughs> That's true, yes. <laughs> And uh, it's kind of, again, growing off of the puzzle piece coding mechanics, kind of popularized uh, by, what was that company? Uh, Stitcher? Sketcher? Not Sketcher. Sure. The one with the cat. I don't know. Oh, Scratch. <laughs> Scratch. Scratch. There we go. Uh, what do you call yeah. Game Maker as well. Yeah. The, it seems to be quite fun. popular. So having that with maybe some future DLC with some maybe it's, Nintendo oh. IP would be kind of cool. <laughs> it's a, it's a I don't know if they would want to do that. Oh, you never know. You never know. It's it's a step up from Super Mario Maker. Well, it worth that. This uh, Nintendo IP, I doubt they will because you know the internet would create anything they want with with Mario. <laughs> People, uh, well, you got can throw in away. like you can throw in like Chibi Robo or something. I'd be fine with that. That'd be, that'd be interesting. A little, a little uh, interesting way of reviving a, another IP. <laughs> Wonder though, like what types of games you can create, like based on the trailer. Uh, many different genres, but how far you can go as far as genres go, or you know, gameplay styles. Knowing the internet. They'll probably just uh, build anything they want. Somebody will build a calculator. Somebody will build oh my like, gosh. a full working computer. Somebody will create the original Mario level or whatever. Oh, someone's definitely <laughs> going to create an entire game out of that. Well, I'm not assuming, assuming you can fit an entire game there. True. It is $30, so I would expect um, some level of creativity or some depth at all. 
hopefully that's the case. And, like, because this comes from Nintendo Labo, I wonder if they're going to have anything that connects to it. Like, oh, use your shiny oh, pieces like you do in Nintendo that's, Labo. That's a really interesting idea. Like, what if this was something that lets you use basically any Nintendo accessory on the Switch? Yeah. Because I guess the basic, it's not really accessories, but it could be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh, just like in Nintendo Labo, you can use the shiny pieces on your AR camera. Or the, ooh, I couldn't even think of anything else other than that. Because <laughs> that was it the just, coolest part. Yeah. I could imagine um, that creativity can go any further if they, not sure if they're going to do this, but multiple Switch systems connect to each other. A multiplayer game. I guess they did prove it with um, Mario Party that they could have connected switches with the same game, almost like a DS download play style. Pretty much. But yeah, if you if you can make a multiplayer game if two guys, if two people had the same game, that'd be pretty cool. Or they use the in-game uh, the switches invite system. You could just invite somebody to a quick game of like tic tac toe that you made. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they could use the AR camera to do, like, scanning uh, QR codes. They brought in QR codes or, like, any type of or, or, like, any type of thing involving the uh, camera, I would be really happy. Going one step further, I doubt they would ever do this, but they could also use the Nintendo Switch Online app for your, like, your phone camera to use AR technology. I mean, or, yeah, I guess AR, that. VR technology. Or, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, against that, but <laughs> that, <laughs> everyone hates the app. No one wants to use the app. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't think I've touched it in months. Yeah, I haven't touched. I haven't touched it in a couple of months because you know I don't play Splatoon anymore, and there's really no point in using it if just chat on Discord or somewhere else. That's completely true, yeah. Speaking of something that is completely useless on the Switch. Good oh segue. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, the calculator, calculator app. <laughs> Some third party company deci- randomly decided to program a scientific calculator for the Switch. And it's not even a graphing calculator? I'm not sure if it's a graphing calculator, but I'm definitely sure it's a scientific calculator. The catch is, it, it's not free. It costs like $10 or something like that. That's a scam. Yeah, it's a scam for considering <laughs> literally everything else is like free or cheaper. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at the only screenshot that they have right now in the shop. And it looks yeah. like it's from like iPhone, iOS. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what everyone said. It looks so cheap and looks so, looks so like it looks like a rip off of iOS, the old iOS calculator. Yeah, why did they decide to go back to the shiny like icons? It's so weird. <laughs> why can't it be simplified like today's? Well, just alone a calculator being a switch is weird. I don't need that at all, but just the fact that they probably just ported one of their own to, like, from a mobile, probably. Uh, it looks very mobile, but, like, dated in the sense of style. 
And, you know, I, I bet they're going to make a decent amount of money off of it because any publicity is good publicity in this case. <laughs> yeah. Just for people to look at it and say, oh, okay, that's a calculator app. Yeah, I'll buy it. And they realize, like, yeah, it's a calculator app. <laughs> Great, I wasted $10. Like <laughs> it's like you could either spend $10 for that or literally just take out your phone. And just open up the calculator app. That <laughs> just but one, these the ones weird Nintendo cool. titles. These weird Nintendo titles have been showing up pretty much, oh. uh, pretty consistently as of late. Only because I'm thinking the pandemic kind of pushed a lot of games back. So they're like, okay, get some small developer teams, some interns, and make them build something. <laughs> and what did they do? They made a skipping rope game. Called Jump Rope Challenge. Uh, I tried this once, and let me just say, you can cheat really easily in this game. You did not try. How? What? <laughs> you simply just stand. Rather than simulating the motion of being a rope, you can literally just stand there and shake the Joy Cons. Well, that's just sad. You don't even. You don't even need to jump. Like this thing, this game is so simple. You can just shake the sit down and shake the Joy-Con and still, you know, gain points. And there's really yeah, no. It seems like, seems like it would be a decent game for the, when it released, which was June of last year. So everybody was like stuck in their house and they just needed like an exercise goal. And I'm pretty sure that was the time where um, Ring Fit Adventure was really hard to find in stores. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I guess they needed something to give people. It's a decent alternative, it looks like. I think they had the fitness boxing demo on the eShop at the same time. Which was not exactly, you know... Which was a much better alternative than skipping ropes. <laughs> yeah. The fact that this it looks like it has more progression than 1-2-Switch is incredibly sad. Honestly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh... I would have um, that up in the play it by tier, but like, what? Like, why? Why does this a jumping a free jump rope game have more progression than a expensive, uh, expensive tech demo for the for the Switch? Why? Why does a free game have so much more than just a overpriced tech demo? <laughs> so yeah, it looks like there's like animation as you get to the different goals you have. You can even change Ooh. the the what your little rabbit dude is wearing. Uh, That's kind of yeah. Cool. You get to change costumes. I think you unlock some too. What the heck? Uh, it's on, crazy. Video. Like it's it's, it's a crazier <laughs> game than One Two Switch. As as much as I hate to say it, um, yeah, you're better off playing just skipping ropes than doing all the gimmicky stuff on One Two Switch. Some other games that they kind of released are like Ring Fit Adventure. Um, I think that was a year before the pandemic started. Yep, uh, right yeah. before the pandemic started, like, uh, like you know, quarter four. Yeah, and was around, that's was, when you think, yeah. oh, is the pandemic really real? <laughs> Nintendo make a crap ton of money off of that. <laughs> My gosh, that and Animal Crossing. <laughs> Just, it was that's the perfect true. timing. The perfect timing for both of those games. Yeah, and people are still looking for Ring Fit Adventure on shelves. Although locally we I mean, can't buy it, but uh, 
I I found them going to Walmart. They were pretty common. I guess because everyone here is not really interested in it. Yeah, well, we're stuck in our house anyway. We can't even buy it anymore, so. <laughs> I just see kids like going outside. Yeah. I see kids going outside. Families going outside to play sports anyway, so it's not really much. Yeah. Probably, I'm thinking during the wintertime, that game probably sold a lot more than it probably should have. Uh, but uh, probably once it gets into the summertime, it's not going to sell as well. Because, you know, pandemics, era gets end. At least, you know, that's a little premature, but <laughs> we'll see. Kind of starting to go, everyone's kind of starting to go outside, you know, because they're not feeling as, um, feeling as scared. Yeah. You think they're going to go outside, you know, bring out their Switch, take some pictures of some Pokemon? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know what, what was up with that, but, um,. I remember some random ASMR video that Nintendo uploaded for Breath of the Wild. It was so strange. Like, you had that one guy walking through the forest, and then he sits by a cliff, and then pulls out a Switch and plays Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's, it was so That's weird. They, they did this on the, uh, I think it was the second anniversary of the game. So, March 2019. And like it was, it was out of nowhere. They didn't even. This was before they even announced Breath of the Wild two. <laughs> some some other, thing. yeah, some other kind of random stuff Nintendo does is. I don't want to say random, but uh, with the new release of New Pokemon Snap, they decided to I think partner with a different company to make a printer or have a printer oh, app uh, uh, so... for your your games or your pictures that you take of the pokemon yeah, so you get this like printer you buy this like portable printer and it literally prints out the images that you, t- you take uh pokemon snap this kind of reminds ha- me of the game boy printer but you know way better yeah i have Same to time. assume <laughs> that it, it's just a partnership and it's not a full device with marketing on it is it not it's oh i'm wrong <laughs> I am so <laughs> they have, wrong. They have, they have all this. It's, it's basically per Pokemon merchandise at this point. Yeah, so you can buy a, an Instax mini link that connects your phone uh, through an app with uh, <laughs> new Pokemon Snap. It's just, a, it's just a white Instax, but you can, you, it comes with a Pikachu case that goes around it. <laughs> it's like, what's the point of buying this if you can literally just take any screenshot on your Switch. Print that out instead. Better yet. That's true. Like, <laughs> this is like a big novelty thing, but it's going to sell because it's Pokemon. I think it's definitely a big nostalgia play because um, with the N64 Pokemon Snap, they had, I don't remember if it was in the US, I'm pretty sure it was only in Japan, they had these little kiosks at most stores. And you can bring oh your N64 gosh. cartridge for Pokemon Snap, and you can insert your save data into this this kiosk, and it'll print out in color, I believe, the Pokemon the color the pictures that you've oh taken. Oh my gosh! Yeah, which is pretty po- cool. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, they have like a special. Uh, they had a special N64 built into something, some something to help you print out. That's crazy. 
Yeah, nowadays uh, it's kind of a trend to uh, print out pictures that you've taken on these tiny little Polaroid images. What the heck? Like, why can't you just go a screenshot and print it out yourself? <laughs> why spend this much money for a novelty item? I think it's $100, too. And, like, the, uh, things, the little Polaroids, the packs of Polaroids, I think, are, like, 20 to $30 each. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, like, a dollar for Polaroids or something. Yeah. Oh, jeez. To be fair, how many stores do you know nowadays that say, hey, we print photos? Zero. Because no one prints stuff. <laughs> no, one, no one prints pictures anymore. Yeah. Or at least you have to go to some special... You have to go to the photo company or something. Get from there. Yeah. When every store had, had, like... Every store had a section for you to print off images. Were great. <laughs> the, the last kind of random things on our list are uh, the kind of the 99 Royale games. I thought it was pretty cool that they would release the first one, which was Tetris 99. That was a genius idea. I was caught off guard by that, but now that I look back at it, I don't like that game. <laughs> <It's> really? Just, <laughs> I actually don't like the game because um, the play style is just not for me. It feels... What do I say? It doesn't, I don't want to say it feels un- unbalanced, but that's kind of the feeling I kind of get. There's no skill involved, or at least the skill's not not how good you are at Tetris. It's kind of just it's a strategy thing, which doesn't really click into me. Yeah, that sounds about right. The uh, uh what do you call it? Next one was um Super Mario thirty five. Which was I a only played let down, but because uh, that's limited time game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that was a to be fair. I, I thought it was a really fun game. I played like a whole afternoon of it, uh, mm-hmm. and then I kind of just forgot about it. And then they took it off the eShop. Rest of probably, I would have spent more time on that game if it was a permanent one. And I think they also needed maybe some more incentive to play it, other than hey. You can only play this for five months. Good luck. And don't forget to pay for your subscription. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were seriously paying $25 a year to play Mario 35. you got to be joking. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a dumb way to advertise NSO. At least when that ended, they released uh, Pac-Man 35. What was it called? Pac-Man 99? 99. 99, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I haven't played yet. I just haven't had time, but it, it it same idea sounds sounds like a good idea to just bring an old game and put ninety nine people in a room. <laughs> I wonder how that works because I never really watched any gameplay of it. It seems like it's just like uh, you're gonna you're playing the same map over and over again of Pac Man of the classic map, and uh, every time you you eat a ghost, it'll move over to somebody else's board. Oh. And so then you can scary. target people, you can get a bunch of them. It sounds a lot easier than Tetris. Yeah, it does, but <laughs> it's probably one of those games that um, you just don't... Because Tetris, there's a lot of people who are like super, super, super skilled at the game. But oh. Pac-Man, it's almost like you just play the game, 
again and again. Just learn patterns, and that's it. If you can know, like, frame-perfect timing, that's a thing on arcade games. <laughs> uh, I, I can't specify, because I don't know, but kind of feels like that. Kind of feels like that. Thank you for joining us in discussing the announcement of Game Builder Garage and the weirdness of Nintendo's game lineup this year. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our Discord for insight on future episodes, and we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast. <laughs>